0: Hello and welcome to Beyond the To-Do List. I'm your host, Eric Fisher, and this is the show where we talk to the people behind the productivity. This week is a solo show where I'm going to talk about my three words for the year 2017. I have a lot of different thoughts on that, and if you've never heard of that concept, it's something that I believe, if I'm not mistaken, originated with Chris Brogan. Uh, I don't think that anybody else that's done it did it before he did it. But anyway, before we get into that, I want to say thank you. For Before we get into that, I want to say thank you to FreshBooks for supporting this episode of Beyond the To-Do List. Just like many people are making changes in their lives right now, FreshBooks has made a change in their service. They have launched an all-new version of their cloud accounting software. It's been redesigned from the ground up and custom-built to work much better for you. It's the simplest way to be productive, organized, and get paid quickly. FreshBooks is an awesome service that allows you to create and send professional-looking invoices in less than 30 seconds. It gets you set up online to receive payments with just a couple of clicks and get paid up to four days faster. And you can see when your client has seen your invoice and you don't have to play the guessing game anymore. You may be like a friend of mine who had done a ton of work but just felt like they couldn't get around to sitting down and doing the administrative work of sending out their invoices to get paid and then it was piled up and they had to sit down and do a bunch of dedicated time to send those out. With FreshBooks, you can quickly and easily do that either in one burst, like I said, or sit down and in about 30 seconds, click, 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 you've sent out that invoice for the work you just did and it's done and it's organized. And again, it's in the brand new all new version of FreshBooks that's been redesigned from the ground up. FreshBooks is offering a free 30-day trial to my listeners. To claim it, just go to freshbooks.com slash to-do and enter beyond the to-do list in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Again, 30 days, unrestricted, free trial to listeners of Beyond the To-Do List. Go to freshbooks.com slash to-do and enter Beyond the To-Do List in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Alright, so let's get into this three words thing. So again, I, I it, it comes out of instead of making resolutions, you come to the table of a new year. And again, we talked recently with Ryan McCrae about how some people poo-poo resolutions and others are all for them. And again, there's this line in the sand of, do I want to then suddenly make tons of changes in my life just because an arbitrary flip of the calendar has happened? You know that a a flip of the calendar happens every day, right? Every single day is a brand new day, and you flip it every day. We should already be doing something new, something different, Continually moving forward, and again in that episode we talked about a consistent obedience in the right direction or, or moving forward. So, in other words, change just doesn't happen overnight. We've all heard this. This is all common sense. Change doesn't happen overnight. It comes from, in the same way that you build a wall, you lay a brick and then you lay another brick, and you, yeah, you, you know, you lay grout there too and everything, or the cement. I, you know, don't don't write me. I know that I don't know this stuff, but anyways, it comes, but from change, true change comes from laying brick by brick by brick. And so instead of making specific resolutions, although you can do that out of these three words that you choose, um, I look at it this way. I look at it as, okay, in the season of this year, what do I want to have this season B what do you know and that can be a little vague to start off with and uh, you'll see now as I kind of drill down into each of the three words that I chose which have borne directly out of some of the past episodes you'll see this Um, so I'll I'll go through my three words here so first and foremost uh, my three words are minimal intentional and present I'll say that again minimal intentional and present. So for me, and these may these words may mean different things to you and that's that's okay. But it it's okay because I know what I'm doing and I know what these words mean to me and I know especially because I can I can break them down for you. So here we go. So the word first word minimal. To me, you know, that conjures up images of minimalism which I've talked to people about on here. It conjures up ideas of having very little, having, having less, having just enough and not more, not having excess. It's uh, only what is necessary. Uh, Greg McKeown's book, Essentialism, comes to mind even. Um, and this is where I feel I'm the most in my head right now. Uh, if you think about it, what I'm, what I'm wanting to do uh, with the word minimal, is scale back. So last year, uh, a couple of different times, in fact, because we were, one, putting our house up on the market to be sold, and then, two, when it did sell, we were trying to get rid of stuff and pack stuff and consolidate and uh, throw out even or donate all of the above. We went through that process, and, and what I found was in in physical, tangible reflection of things – that I was looking at and seeing and passing through my hands and letting go of was that we didn't need as much stuff. And I wanted to kind of continually carry over that practice into my thought life and into my emotional life and the way that my perspective is on the world, that I would not be so frenetic and feeling... Uh, wired all the time that I would feel just peace that that you know peace of everything in its right place, not needing to have all the things that it would be a fun and enjoyable and and even have joy kind of in existence moving forward. You know what I mean? And that's not to say that there was a lack of those things prior. Although I guess maybe there was, to a certain extent, if I'm wanting more of it. Do you you see what I'm saying? Minimal to me is having structure, it's having routine, it's having an awareness, it's having a self-awareness even, and a mindfulness of knowing where things are at, knowing that things are good and can get better, and that's, that's a challenge. That 's a challenge for a lot of us these days to be able to feel hope to be able to feel like there is a, a specific uh, through line moving forward where life is better continually moving forward that that better days are in front of you or even some of this even if you're having better days now that there're that more of the same is coming in other words so th- that is where minimal comes in I, I feel like I want to be able to sit back and sip some tea, and read a tangible book, and take a walk, leisurely walk even, not just for the sake of getting in steps, and not for the sake of uh, physical activity, although those are good things, trust me, that, that comes into play for sure, but uh, right now, um, I, I will say this, one of the things that I've done recently, in in, in terms of all the sleep uh, I've had, what, two or three episodes where it, it talked about sleep recently, and I'll put those in the show notes. And in thinking of that, I just I just keep approaching uh, – as the new year has come and even earlier when I was dealing with those sleep uh, episodes and talking with those sleep experts for the show, I was having some times where I'd get to bed at a decent hour, but I wasn't getting great sleep. And I was waking up at even like – three and four and five. And I wasn't done for the night and I'd have to almost in a sense fight to get back to sleep. Um, I've made some pretty different changes there. I, I am not staring at screens too late at night. Uh, i so in other words, I've done the screen curfew. I've done the caffeine curfew where, uh, I typically, and, and here's the cool thing. Like right now I'm sitting on day four of no caffeine, uh, and no coffee for that matter. And some of you are like, "What? You're crazy." Well, no, I did it before. If you if you go further back to a solo episode from uh, June, I believe, of 2016, where I was doing 30 days of intensive uh, focus on experimenting with with exercise and all that kind of stuff, I lost 20 pounds. I, I wasn't drinking coffee. I was drinking only water. Um, I allowed myself a black coffee. Probably in that month, three or four times just because I was quote unquote needing. See, there's the thing is like I, I'm more aware now of being able to, in the past few days, uh, fight through that caffeine necessity. So, anyway, uh, minimal. How does that apply? Well, not n- knowing what you need and really knowing it. You know what I mean? Like some people say, no, I need the caffeine. Well, you know what? You probably don't. I mean, I know that it can be hard. I know you get, you get off of it and you get headaches and stuff. For me, why I've not had any headaches. In fact, it was the opposite. I was having headaches and what I decided to do was completely go off any kind of, you know, uh, pain relievers. Like I was taking, you know, for backache and, and headache and all that kind of stuff. Like I took it all out and including caffeine, I went, completely the other direction. Went with lemon water and drinking as much of it as I could. So with the coffee thing, it could be seen as something that's a necessity, that it's a need, but I've turned it into a want, and even a want that I don't want necessarily. I'm actually curious to see uh, how far I can go right now, and, and I'm feeling feeling a lot better. I mean, you can hear it kind of in my voice right now. I mean, I, I know you guys always hear my podcast voice, but th- and this is not how I... This is not how I normally talk at all times. But uh, when talking with friends, like this is kind of my voice right in here, you know, talking and having fun. Anyway, minimalism and minimal it, it just I feel this pull to not be pulled by things. Does that make sense? And not even just things, but the emotional attachments to expectations or old routines. Like I'm I'm feeling like setting up the new routines which I've done is I've actually in the past few weeks not gone and worked out as much and focused more on getting the better sleep first and foremost, getting that in. And I'm getting, you know, I'm taking breaks. I'm getting up and I'm taking, you know, a five to ten minute break and taking a walk two, three, four times a day. So I'm still fitting in physical activity. I'm just not fitting it in very first thing. The other key piece here is that there's just not much sun. Even right now, I'm looking at this skylight above me, and it's a bluish a bluish grayish hue in the sky here in the morning. And it's just not waking me up. It's just not gonna. So I've got to make sure, you know, again, that I get to bed on time and I don't have the screens that I haven't had caffeine in my system that even in the middle of the night is kind of still working its way out. And so that's working anyway, minimalism, minimal. It's that scaling back. It's doing only what is most needed, most essential And only what I, you know, only what I want to do, you know, I mean, there are obviously there are things we have to do because we have to do them because we've we've agreed to and said yes to uh, things and expectations. Um, I'm remembering Jamie uh, Tardy slash Masters. I'm remembering Jamie Masters when she was on the show. She was talking about having a decisive no unless it's a yes. So that the default, in other words, is no, that the default is no. If someone asks you something, it's a default no unless you automatically know that it's a definitive yes and that that's kind of the filter she uses. And that's kind of what I'm thinking too. Like if my friend – like if I know definitively that I can go have lunch with a friend, it's a yes. But otherwise, like, hey, can you, you know, come do this or can you – like, I am trying to say no to almost anything that I can. In fact, I, told, I said no uh, to a, a speaking gig uh, recently, a few months ago, because I knew that that was not the right decision for me. I wanted to scale back and really solidify a firm foundation of who I am and what I'm about and what I do. Uh, that actually leads me to the second word, which is intentional. So knowing your priorities, knowing what is essential to maintain those priorities. For me right now, this is very much tied into the minimal steps that I've been talking about. For me, intentional comes down to having a, a whole person health about me, that my body is healthy, my mind, my spirit, my emotions, my relationships, that all of those are not in some systematized way set up. You know, and and good to go where I push the right buttons, but that the ebb and flow of them that I'm comfortable with it, and uh, I think this is one of the things that I truly think is going to change for the first time in in a long time moving forward in in a very very large and positive way. There's going to be a lot of headway in this this year with intentionality. Um, I remember that I talked about the taking a Sabbath and having rituals and rhythms with Rob Bell on the show, and that's that. Honestly, that's for me. That episode was one of my top five episodes that I ever got to do, and having that conversation with him and reading that book uh, really turned my eyes on to some things. And again, like most books, or like most profound or impactful pieces of work whether it's a film or an album or a book or some talk you hear someone give it can plant seeds and then moving forward in your life those can kind of start to dig deeper into you and then start to sprout a bit and so i know that having that conversation months ago is still working its way you know in my mind and in my psyche and in my in my being and just having that idea of having certain times of day where certain types of work are the best things, having certain times of day where everything is turned off, and you're intentionally doing what you're meant to do, and choosing, you know, to have a slowdown time. Uh, one of the things that I've done, you know, I think I think it was not coincidental. Maybe that around that same time, I have a, a group of guy friends that I really wasn 't hanging out with as much, and even some new friends that I met through this thing, but uh, started <laughs> sitting down on Wednesday nights late at night at about nine uh, and and watching uh, the west Wing TV show so for for, for people out there there who, who are fans of that know that i am I am one of you and uh, I, and also by the way, I guess I would be remiss to not mention here the Josh Molina and Rishikesh Hirway, the West Wing Weekly podcast. It is one of my favorite podcasts. In fact, I bet there's a new episode sitting there waiting for me to listen to today. And I, that community, that intent, that in being intentional, that this is a group of guys who are, yes, I know, it can seem unintentional or kind of haphazard or haphazard, whichever way you, you're supposed to say that, anyways. Um, that it can say, oh, we're just getting together to just watch a TV show. No, it's it's more than that. Trust me. Like, I am actually now spending intentional time again with other guys and spending, you know, brother time with them, I guess. And we watch the show, sure. We talk beforehand. We talk after. Um, for a while there, we were watching two episodes, and uh, then we kind of cut back to one so we'd have more time to, like – talk and interact and all that kind of stuff. And it's been fun. And, you know, and even we did a play on the fact that it was West Wing uh, Wednesday and we called it West Wings Wednesday and got wings once or twice. So, it, and and that's just my thing. Like that's the thing. And it wasn't even my idea. Like I got invited into that, but uh, I'm sure glad that I did. And uh, it's some friends that I've known for like two, two or three of them. Like I've known for 20 plus years or almost 20 years now. And uh, we just happened to live near each other again. And there's a couple new people, and, and I'm kind of cool with that. Like it's like, hey, I, I met new people, and uh, that's something that is not normal for me, like in in face-to-face things. And, and so why is that intentional? Well, it's intentional because it forces me to be in a place and then intentionally engage, to be present. And that actually leads me to the the third word, which is present, by the way. And for me, what present means is wherever you are, be there. Uh, a professor in college gave me that quote at some point in a class. He said, wherever you are, be there. And, and maybe he was quoting somebody else. I don't know. But all I know is, is that really stuck with me, and I've not always lived by it, obviously. Um, but for me, what that means, it, it flows from minimalism. And to me, these three words flow through each other, from minimal to intentional to present there's a they are almost three pieces of a a triangle, if you will, or the triforce, and uh, it comes down to that yeah, wherever I am, wherever you are, be there. So what this means is you know if I 'm with my wife, if I 'm with my kids, you know if I'm at a location, that I 'm mentally available, that I 'm physically available, that I 'm emotionally available, that I 'm centered, Um, And you know, the thing that is hard for me when it comes to this is the fact that I am an introvert. Now, you may not get that impression from me talking on a podcast, but that's one of the beauties of podcasts is the fact that introverts can put on their Iron Man suit of technology and use it to then amplify who they really are. And again, introvert and extrovert are not the same as shy and outgoing, Those four words are not—I mean, if that was an SAT thing, that that would not work as a question because an introvert is not shy, and an extrovert is not outgoing. In fact, you can have the opposite. You could have shy extroverts, although I don't know that that's necessarily—that's probably more rare than anything. Being an introvert or an extrovert is really just about where you get your energy from. Introverts recharge alone, by themselves. Extroverts— recharge with other people. So you can imagine how hard that can be for me being an introvert to if I want to be present where I am and I'm with people and be fully engaged, that means I'm going to have to bow out at times and retreat and recharge. But I still want to be present. So it's all about Again, here we go back to other words. Intentionally figuring out how to be present and how to have that rhythm, how to be in a crowd of people, but now not of the crowd of people, and feel like I'm, uh, you know, be, drained, being drained. Um, in fact, that's actually one of the things that that's been interesting to to go work at a coffee house and not be interacting with people, be but being around them and not feel like I'm being drained. Because I'm still alone, even though I'm in a crowd. And, and it's kind of being, again, it's being aware of the mental switch that you can switch on and off when it comes to that. Like, for example, right now, I am, I am not here. Uh, I'm talking to you, but I am alone. And so I'm e- easily able to flip the switch and turn on and be like, "Hey, here's me. This is Eric. I'm talking. I'm on a podcast." And you know, if you identify with this, I'd love to hear from you because uh, it, it's it's pretty interesting to me how this how this works. But again, pre- being present, being aware of the setting, uh, and again, what expectation there is, and then being able to adapt to that and working out those rhythms. So I've been taking that minimal and intentional approach. To be present in the morning by myself and have that awareness of recharging before anybody else gets up. And yeah, does that mean that kids getting up earlier than they should maybe irks me a little bit and probably more than it should? Yes. But uh, I still, you know, it's like, hey, now I switch to, okay, now I'm going to be present with them or maybe they need their time to do that in the morning. And, and that is true. My kids are somewhat like me like that in the morning where they don't necessarily need to interact. They just need to be by themselves and, you know, they want to watch TV obviously, but anyways, so that being present. So those are my three words, minimal, intentional, and present. And I really feel like there's, again, like I said, those are three pieces to a triangle that I am, moving forward as my new perspective on time and my approach to activity and what I say yes to as I move forward this year. And it's as simple as that. Is it a resolution? No, not really. Is it is it a time frame like okay it starts now and stops here? No, not not really. Like I, I feel like these are things that are going to be these are like plants. I think that's probably the best way to put it. These are like plants that I have just planted. I've been gathering the seeds to these plants over the past few months of the prior year, thinking on things and what I would like to have be the way my life is and how I approach it. And so I've gathered those seeds and I planted them and they're growing now and I'm going to continue to grow them moving forward because and, and for the rest of my life. Like, Are these going to stop at the end of 2017? No. Like These are are just the new plants and maybe I'll add some other new plants to the garden moving forward. But, but this is my approach. So I hope that you, uh, take some time to think about, you know, resolutions because clearly, clearly resolutions work for some people. So you do need to check those out. And again, you should probably go check out the episode with Ryan McRae. That was right before this one talking about that, and then even go back to the sleep episodes and really assess how you're getting your sleep, if you're getting a good enough sleep. And go back to the Rob Bell episode to talk about uh, rhythms and routines and even taking a Sabbath and how that taking that spills over to the rest of your week. And then I hope that you will go and check out the 30-day free trial for FreshBooks. And again, If you're like me and if you're like a few other people that I know, like a friend of mine in particular, they had a bundle, a bundle, a huge sheet of invoices they needed to get out the door. And if they were using FreshBooks, they would have been able to create and send professional looking invoices in less than 30 seconds. They would have been able to set up those online payments and gotten paid faster and you know... Being able to see when someone has gotten your invoice or opened it makes it that much easier to make sure that you can then check in on them. Like it, it it helps with that awkward, um, man, I hope they've seen it. Well, now I know they have seen it. Cause, so now I have permission to go check in on them. Anyway, FreshBooks, thank you again for sponsoring this episode of Beyond the To-Do List. And make sure you go check out that free trial Try it out. If you have a bunch of stuff you need to get paid for, try it out. Go to freshbooks.com slash to do and enter the code beyond the to-do list in the how did you hear about us section. I can't say this enough. Go to freshbooks.com slash to do. Enter beyond the to-do list in the how did you hear about us section. I hope that you enjoyed this. Once in a while, I'm going to continue to do these solo episodes where I just talk about some of this stuff and how it apl- how I am applying it to my life. If you've not yet subscribed Head on over to com slash 161 for this episode's show notes and all the links in here, and then click on the subscribe buttons up there that are on the site there, and that will get you started. Anyway, thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next episode.